Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shalom and welcome to the Daily Daf Differently. Today we will be learning Yoma 64. Today's Daf continues with a discussion from yesterday about the sacrificing of an animal that was too young. The question was asked as to why a specific verse was needed in order to teach us that an animal that was too young, which was sacrificed, was invalid. If the Gemara asks why a specific verse is needed, it is trying to say that it thinks that it would have been possible to learn this specific teaching without having to rely upon a verse. The Gemara's answer was that there really is a very good reason why a specific verse is needed. What about the scenario of a person who owns two goats? One of them was sold in order to be used as a Yom Kippur sacrifice, and the other had to be slaughtered on Yom Kippur in order to feed an ill person within his household. The problem was that, according to the Torah, it is forbidden to slaughter a mother and a child animal on the same day. What was the person to do? He did not intend to have to slaughter an animal on Yom Kippur. Rather, there was a sick sick person who needed the food. Is the entire Yom Kippur sacrifice supposed to be delayed because of the sick person in the former owner's household? The answer given is that the verse prohibits slaughtering an animal and its young on the same day, emphasizing the word slaughter. And guess how the goat for the wilderness was killed? Not by slaughtering, but by pushing it off a cliff. And slaughtering is not identical to pushing an animal off a cliff. This last point illustrates how a very literal reading of a, a literal reading of a biblical word allowed the ritual sacrifice on Yom, Kippur, on Yom Kippur to proceed. The discussion of the Gemara now changes course. In the Mishnah, there is a discussion about a scenario in which one of the goats that was being prepared for the Yom Kippur ritual died. Remember that there were two goats, one that was sacrificed to God, Lashem, and another that was pushed off a cliff after being sent into the wilderness, the scapegoat, Lazazel. If one of the goats died, a replacement pair was presented as a substitute. If one of them died, if before the casting of the lots it died, let the priest purchase a mate for the survivor, according to the Mishnah. And the Mishnah continues, And he says, if the one belonging to the Lord died, then this one upon which the lot for the Lord, Lashem, has come up is to stand in its place. What seemed to have happened was that a substitute pair was presented in order to replace the pair of which one of the goats had died. Well, at least that is what it seems, although the Gemara questions this assumption. Meaning that yes, a new pair of goats was chosen, But it is not entirely clear which of the goats was to be the substitute sacrifice. Because remember, only one of the original pair had died. Was it the one remaining goat from the first pair or one of the new goats? As you may have guessed, there is a disagreement in the Gemara. And I read from the Gemara, Rav said, The second of the first pair is to be offered up, while the second of the second pair should be left to pasture.
Rabbi Yochanan said the second of the first pair should be left to pasture, while the second pair should be offered up. According to Rav, the remaining goat from the first pair was to be sacrificed, and a goat from the second pair was to be put out to pasture until it developed a disqualifying blemish. On the other hand, Rabbi Yochanan thought that the second pair, meaning both of them, was to replace the first pair. The Gemara asked, what is the underlying disagreement between Rav and Rabbi Yochanan? The Gemara's answer is that according to Rav, who held that the remaining goat from the first pair was to be sacrificed, and a goat from the second pair was to be put out to pasture until it developed a disqualifying blemish, animals are not rejected, while according to Rabbi Yochanan, animals are rejected. What does it mean to say that an animal is rejected or not rejected? According to those who believe that an animal can be rejected, it was because at some point it became invalid to offer it as a sacrifice, and therefore it could never be offered as a sacrifice, even if the invalidation was only temporary. On the other hand, according to those who hold that an animal is not rejected, a temporary invalidation is just that, temporary. And after the invalidation has passed, then the animal is fit again for a sacrifice. So according to Rav, the surviving goat from the original pair should be the one that is sacrificed after a substitute for the other goat was chosen. The Gemara goes on to question the claim that according to Rav, one has to sacrifice the original goat since its disqualification was only temporary. The Gemara asks, isn't it that now, according to Rav, we have two goats that are fit for sacrifice? Since his position that animals are not rejected doesn't imply that the first goat has to be sacrificed, just that it is permissible to sacrifice it. Another interpretation of Rav's position is offered. Maybe he thinks that one has to sacrifice the first goat because when there is a choice between objects, he favors the first object that was chosen. This opinion is traced back to the Tanaitic sage Rabbi Yossi. The problem is that there are a number of traditions attributed to Rabbi Yossi that addresses this very issue, and the Gemara wants to identify the exact source of Rabbi Yossi's teaching. One source attributed to Rabbi Yossi is related to a Mishnah in Shkalim. This Mishnah discusses baskets, baskets that were used for collecting monetary tithes for the temple. On each of these baskets was a letter, Aleph, Beit, Gimel. Why did these baskets need letters? According to an opinion of Rabbi Yossi that is found in a different source, the letters were used in order that we would be able to know which basket received the coins first, because these coins are to be used first to buy sacrifices. The coins given first are the coins that are used first. According to a second source, Rabbi Yossi's teaching has its origins in a teaching about the Passover sacrifice to Korban Pesach. This source addresses a question in which a person separates out an animal to be used for the Passover sacrifice, but then loses this animal. A replacement animal is then chosen, but the first animal is then found. What should the person do? They now have two animals designated for the Passover sacrifice. Rabbi Yossi's answer was that the person should sacrifice the original animal, the one that was lost but was later found. The Gemara's discussion of the disagreement between Rav and Rav Yochanan ends on a pluralistic note. Both Rav and Rav Yochanan's opinions have textual support. Support for Rav's opinion can be found in a Mishnah 
While support for Rabbi Yochanan's opinion can be found in a Brayta, a Tanaitic teaching that was not included in this Mishnah. Thank you for listening to the Daily Daf differently, and I hope that you will tune into tomorrow's Daf. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.